0: And we're back. I hope you enjoyed your break if it was a few minutes or a day. This episode has a trigger warning in it. I will cut just before we talk about what we talk about and give a warning and tell you how far to skip ahead if you don't want to hear it because there are some animal cruelty stories that I know have been quite triggering for people lately. Um, and if that is you, just know that I care about you and love you, and I don't want you to be upset. Okay, so this is part two of the episode about Muskie the Ferret and the upcoming book and the honor that she has been given lately. Um, yeah, so please enjoy.
1: Not only am I grateful, I think the entire ferret community throughout the United States should be grateful. That he went to such an extent, <laughs> spoke to his colleagues in the Senate to have this resolution about him. Yeah. that means it awful lot. it's lot. It does.
0: Mm.
1: It speaks volumes about him as a person. Because you know, there are plenty of senators, I'm sure, who otherwise would have said, You're out of your mind.
0: Like yeah. <laughs> Waste you of know? time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: That's really, really nice. So what happened today? So you got the certificate. Was there a ceremony? Was there a party? Was there a dinner? It was what a happened?
1: ceremony slash party slash get together. Some of Muskie's fans uh, attended oh, uh, who, who live. Uh, I I mean, we had fans who came from two and a half hours away <laughs> who drove up because they wanted the opportunity to actually mm. meet Muskie in Ferret uh, uh, and meet Stubby in Ferret. Uh, mm. And everybody was there. Dave. Little Dave, Big Muskie, uh, Dr. Von Fritzenferret came, mm-hmm. who's a stubby psychiatrist. Yes. For those of you who follow the Facebook page, uh, they all came for Muskie's Big Day. Um, and, of course, uh, my executive director, Russell Citra, spoke, uh, spoke about how uh, proud he is to have an alumni from the shelter have achieved so many wonderful things uh, for animal welfare and particularly for the species. Uh, and then uh, the the mayor of uh, of the city that the shelter is in was there, wow. and and uh, because he is also a very big Muskie fan, uh, Mayor Talarico has been very supportive of all of Muskie's efforts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one he was so impressed with everything I did with Muskie, he actually gave me a wonderful compliment that I'll never forget, and I love sharing it. He said, "You have done something so remarkable with this." He said, when the day comes that you're on the Ellen Show, it will be my honor to carry your luggage, is what he he said. It will be my honor to carry your luggage. And if that day comes, I'm bringing the mayor with me. I'm going to hand him a bag, and I'm going to say, Mr. Mayor, here you go. That's it. Um, So he was there. I can see that
0: happening, being on the Ellen Show. I can uh,
1: see that. Ellen, Ellen, what are you waiting for, Ellen? Get your act together. Have Muskie on your show. <laughs> uh, somebody reach out to Ellen. Uh, and so, uh, what we uh, uh, so then after after my executive director had spoken, uh, Senator Gopal presented the the resolution, uh, and and then I spoke briefly uh, about everything with Musky, uh what it means to me, what it's become, what it means to the Ferret community mm-hmm. to have such a distinguished honor. On, on behalf of one of a member of their species, uh, there are ferrets right now all over the country doing a weasel war dance on in muskie's honor tonight. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, you know, Nairi, they, they've never seen anything like like this done for a ferret. You know, mm-hmm. you, you see these type of these type of honors. You know, they're bestowed upon a dog. They're bestowed upon a cat.
0: Ferrets I haven't don't get seen these cats either. I yeah, Don't think i have seen a, honors like, from you know, cats.
1: If cats, are, if if ferrets are first class citizens and cats are second class citizens, ferrets are third, maybe even fourth in
0: mm-hmm. a lot of
1: people's minds.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah. So
1: having said that, to see one of their own uh, get such recognition mm-hmm. is, is heartwarming to them. It goes to show, look, you see, look, I'm not the crazy ferret lady. <laughs> you know, I'm not the wacky ferret guy. Yeah, look, yeah. somebody else recognize loves their species, and they're being re- and the species is being recognized today. I stand by it. I'm not the yep. the one out there with the weird pet anymore. You know, <laughs> so it yep. it it means something. It really, really does. It has much bigger ramifications than people realize. Mm. Uh, and and I'm glad to be. I'm I'm glad to have led the way, and I'm glad to be a part of it. Uh, yeah. and, you
0: know, one thing be. that we're all
1: guilty. A lot of us are guilty of, uh, and myself included. I'll, I'll admit it. I think we're we're all guilty to some degree of of something called specism. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I used to teach a class here in the United States a jury duty citizen, a jury duty responsibility class. What is your responsibility on jury duty? And I would use my experiences as an animal cruelty officer to uh, to brush over certain aspects of the class. Um, you're on the jury, Nairi, and it's a, uh, you have a dog, <laughs> somebody who you find guilty of dog fighting.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, uh, they can get up to three years in prison. What do you sentence them to? And right away, everybody in the class would say three years. Absolutely. Yep. Fighting a dog, uh, man's best friend. Right. <clears throat> then it was rooster fighting, cockfighting. Uh-huh. What do you do here? Uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's wrong. Uh, just fight a chicken like that. You know, that's what they'd always say. Uh, a year? All right. Now, how about better fish fighting? Fighting the better fish, because they can't be in the same small enclosure. Mm. How about, what do you, you get somebody for better fish fighting. What do you do? You can get arrested. Whatever.
0: You can go to jail for that. Yeah. So
1: that's speciesism. Uh, it's, mm. you know, the, the law does not distinguish between uh, uh, a species. You know, it's animal, animal fighting, cruelty. Period. Yeah. Animal cruelty. Period. Uh, the law even says all brute creation. So, it doesn't matter whether you uh, rip the arms off a cat or rip the wings off a bumblebee. It's really the same mm-hmm. in the eyes of the law as it's supposed to be. However, uh, when it's a, a, a mammal, when it's a cat that was in such terrible things, or a dog that terrible things were inflicted on, mm. it's a lot
0: different. Okay, cutting here because this is the trigger warning section. We are talking about a recent ferret-related crime. Uh, Skip forward four minutes for safety.
1: Uh, We we had a a cruelty case here in the United States, in Minnesota, uh, where uh, a a man killed his roommate's four ferrets.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm sure you're you're aware of it. It's gotten much attention. Unaware.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And he ended up spending only 58 days in jail. Really? He uh, was, was, was sentenced to uh, a one-year suspended jail sentence and two years supervised probation.
0: His we were all hoping made, he'd get the maximum. Oh, I, I was waiting we for an update. But yeah.
1: I, I think, I, I I feel that a large part of his sentencing uh, is based upon the fact that it was fair. He upset his
0: roommate. And I think it's like, oh, he upset his roommate's ferrets. Like, you yeah. know...
1: Yeah. If, if Rather it were, than if it, it dogs, being on the
0: ferrets itself.
1: I think if it were dogs, I think he'd spend more time in jail. I think he would do 364. Okay, my opinion. Mm. you know, Because uh, less than, the way that sentencing structures are here in the States, this way he would do less than a year. So he would go to jail for 364 days.
0: Mm. But
1: that's, like I said, that's speciesism. Uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm not his a companion.
0: Ready- there are his Emotional support ferrets as well. I mean, not that it makes a difference, yes. but it's like, it's a real thing. <laughs> and I really wish people thing. would believe that. Yeah. And,
1: uh, and, uh, they, they always,
0: uh, we all cried when we heard about that. It was just like, there's oh, a connection between oh. people
1: who commit acts of animal cruelty and people that commit, uh, graduated, gra- uh, more graduated acts, uh, or offenses against human beings. Mm. Uh, so, whether or not this is the last time we hear from this guy, I highly doubt it. Um, yeah. But it's, uh, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible what happened to you. And uh, uh, a, a Stubby actually started a campaign the other day uh, after the, uh, it was revealed what uh, the uh, expected sentence is.
0: Mm. Stubby
1: started a campaign. Call the judge. Call the judge and ask her to throw out the plea deal. Ask her to make sure that this this guy stand trial uh, I think that what's important is that we have to continue when things like this happen to make noise yeah if you don't make the squeaky wheel gets the oil if we don't make noise and we just continue to sit back and wave everything off
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh we're, we're not going to uh, uh things are not going to change and and look I'm speaking to you about it as a retired animal cruelty officer. Mm-hmm. I'm well aware of how the system works. The name of the game is let's make a deal. That's the way that it is here. Uh, Because if everybody who was brought up on some charges, uh, if everybody said not guilty and I want a trial from a speeding ticket to the, from everything up down from a speeding ticket all the way up to capital murder. If everybody wanted a trial who, who received something like that on one in one week, it would back up the system for a year. So we yeah. got to make a deal here. We got to get this over with. I got too many cases. I got too many things on my desk. Too many people are committing crimes. Too many things to address. And so that's why things happen the way that
0: they happen. Mm. But I don't want that man in society. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's danger, massive, dangerous man.
1: Very much so. Mm. You know, listen, if all goes well, he'll be looking at his phone while crossing the street and he'll get hit by a Guinness truck. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Specifies. We, we, Guinness. <laughs> something
1: along that, you know, like like Mrs. Doubtfire's husband, Winston. The drink killed him. He was hit by a Guinness. Oh.
0: Forgotten that.
1: <laughs> oh, I remember. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll go on to the next thing that, that we guinness really want joke to talk is about.
1: finally getting you isn't it you're finally hitting on that guinness joke yeah
0: no i got it i got it it was just <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay trigger warning over i hope that you skipped it if it is something that would particularly affect you we do talk about some other animal cruelty issues in this episode to do with um, the scientific community so please be aware of that the Guinness joke just threw me. Yeah, um, transitioning here. Um, last thing that was really important to talk about today was Stubby's book. So Stubby yes. has some new details.
1: <clears throat> yes. Um, Stubby, uh, for those of you who follow uh, Muskie's Facebook page, um, Stubby has just completed his very own ferret story manuscript. Uh, he worked very, very hard on it. Uh, he was experiencing a lot of blockage mentally from, uh, the expe- his, his experiences as a kid, Uh, and that's why Dr. Von Fritzenferrick came all the way over from Austria in order to help him remember, uh, some, uh, so many parts of his past that he had forgotten. Uh, Stubby has written his manuscript, uh, and, uh, Muskie has decided to publish Stubby's story. Mm-hmm. And ah, I have it here because I revealed it today to everybody watching live at Stubby's event. Oh. I would like to present you all with the cover too.
0: Oh, that's My so name cute. Is
1: Musky, Stubby's story.
0: That is very cute. So obviously, the same or um the same artist.
1: Same illustrator, yeah. Morgan Spicer is
0: absolutely
1: positively the best there is, the best there was. So
0: cute. In my
1: opinion, the best there ever will be. Uh, Mm -hmm. She has just started illustrating Stubby's story. uh, And uh, if all goes well, uh, Stubby's story will be out for the July 4th holiday weekend here in the United States.
0: Wow, that's so soon.
1: (laughs) Well, because, you know, now I kind of know what I'm doing a little. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. i've i've done this before mm-hmm. i uh, don't have a i now don't have to find an illustrator i don't have to find an editor i don't have to find a book manufacturer mm-hmm. i have everybody all lined up so when uh, you know uh, once i stubby had it written i sent it to the editor the editor did the editing that needed to be done for grammatical purposes mm-hmm. uh and that was done then all right morgan we have a finished copy here you go all right i'll get working on it right away you know, and mm-hmm. I uh, call the book manufacturer, get the book manufacturer on board, know what this is going to run uh, and let her know she's going to have something forthcoming in the next two months. Uh, uh, the first book I published uh, overseas, mm-hmm. this book I'm publishing stateside. So because it's being published stateside, uh, the turnaround time is also going to be that much quicker. Uh, mm-hmm. When you When you ship something, when you have something done overseas, and you bring it to the United States. That's two and a half, three months uh, of leg time. When you mm. do something in the United States, once the product is finished, you get it in a week. Big difference.
0: Mm. Big, yeah, difference. big difference.
1: So, and the shipping cost is exactly the same. Go figure. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know, <laughs> I, unlike the last book, the last book I sold U.S. dollars wise, the last book was sixteen ninety five. Um, I'm sure you're also experiencing the same financial. Uh, the same inflation, yeah, <laughs> that we're experiencing. Um, since I did Muskies' book, I have found out that the cost of paper has gone up forty percent. The cost of shipping has gone up 40, 40 plus percent. The cost of my illustrator's gone up. Everything has gone up. So this book, instead of being sixteen ninety five, is going to be nineteen ninety five. Mm. I'm doing everything that I can in order to keep the. I, I don't want to pass that off to the. Or pass the the increase on to the consumer. That's not the right, not the way that I roll not the way that I do it. Um, you know, my cost increase is, 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 is more like a, a, an, an increase based on just the fact that it's, you know, four years since my last book, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. different, compared <laughs> to trying to gouge anybody. Yeah. So, you know, 19, that's like three years since my last book, you know, and, uh, I, and book is, Muskie's book still, read, continues to sell very well to this day. It's now up to over 2,500 copies. Uh, it's still on every continent except Antarctica. <laughs> I, I will find a penguin or two who are looking to take that book and, and add it to their penguin collection. So it still does very, very well. And Stubby's story, um, Stubby's story is a lot different, is different than Muskie's. Now Stubby. Like, like Muskie, Stubby was a stray that was brought into the Monmouth County SPCA. It's what preceded that, uh, in Stubby's, Stubby's life that is, is so much different. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it, it, to some degree, and I, I have no problem saying it to, to, your, to, to, to all of your fans that are listening, it's a, a darker, darker subject matter than Muskie's yeah. story. Um, it's, it's a little bit more intense. It's still written and geared for children, obviously.
0: Mm-hmm. Although
1: every adult who reads it, as I have many adult fans, they are going to look at this book and, and realize how important it is as a teaching tool for children. Yeah, um, absolutely. And that's what matters. Uh, just like with the last book, uh, I am having a humane education companion manual written for this book. Oh. This one is being done by doctoral uh uh psychi- psychiatry doctor uh doctoral student jessica joseph uh she is very ex- she is a big big musky fan is very excited to be part of stubby's project uh and i will do everything i can to make certain that uh she received whatever credit possible uh for her doctoral studies for her work on this project making the humane education companion manual uh uh, I to me, it's so important to do things like that because you want this to connect, not just with children. You want this to connect with academia. You want Ooh. children to be able to learn from this. You know, yeah. I mean, look, it's always fun to write a book that that is uh, simplistic in, in terms of the what you get out of it. It's a nice story is always fun. But if we could learn from this, if things can change, uh, if we can make a difference because of the things that we're reading and what it is that we're writing then then we've done we, we, we've done our part
0: yeah. well there are I'm, definitely I'm, lots I'm, of themes in Muskie's book so yes. i'm just running through it in my head it's like so many things you could teach about with that at home or in schools so absolutely. i'm sure stubby's will be, even more... be good too mm.
1: stubby's got the same flavor and it's the same <laughs> artist so you know that the illustrations are Beautiful. absolutely positively dynamite
0: mm.
1: absolutely dynamite what i say this all the time musky and and stubby now may be my character, but but uh, Morgan brought these characters to life. Yeah, through her artwork,
0: the gorgeous artwork.
1: And and for those of you who are wondering, just because it is my name is Muskie Stubby's story, yes, Muskie is in the book. Good. <laughs> Remember, it's Muskie's world. We just live in it.
0: Well, she's an important part of um, his discovery journey. So.
1: With, with that yes. everything you know. that i do everything mm-hmm. that i do will always involve musky because That's she good. is the foundation upon which this entire ferret empire was built you know like when you look at the chinese the the Hong dynasty or the ming dynasty <laughs> this is the this is the musky dynasty mm. period definitely yeah yeah
0: um Right. I ha- looking at your beautiful cover there, I just had a question. Why do you choose to have collars on your ferrets in the artwork? Because they don't wear collars all the time, do they? At home?
1: No. Um, stubby does have a collar. Okay. Mm. Um, stubby doesn't really wear it. You know, a Stubby only wears it uh, when uh, they are supervised. Yeah. Under, under direct supervision is when they wear a collar. Mm. Um, because the last Just thing wondering. that you want is for there to be any type of accident, even though, even though stubby's collar is a, a breakaway collar, a true breakaway collar, I, I, I couldn't imagine, uh, leaving it on him.
0: Mm. Um,
1: uh, I, because you know what, like I said, when, as it, as it relates to speciesism, uh, you know, we put collars on dogs, you know, a lot of times mm. you see collars on cats and it's my way of, of letting people know that these animals, you know, a my myself loves. one of my dogs bandit hates his collar <laughs> hates wearing it and he won't eat dinner while wearing a collar. Oh. He doesn't like the doesn't like the name tag hitting up against the front oh, yeah, It bothers him so we take his collar off and then we put it on him again. To me, a collar has a much more significant meaning and that is it goes to show that you're owned, that you're loved, that you're part of a family. You know, look, mm. uh, remember uh, Lady and the Tramp? And that's really where it is that I reflect oh, on this from.
0: Yeah. That's
1: where it is that I really had gotten the collar inspiration. So we're Where all he gets on the, same the collar take. at the end. We're, yes, yes. He's <laughs> no longer just a tramp. And when Lady got her collar, remember how proud mm. she was? She got her license, she got her collar, she got her name tag. And in the end, the same thing with Tramp. He wasn't just a stray dog anymore. He now has a family. Mm.
0: He's now and a name.
1: Now, with his name on it, he's now part yeah. of something bigger, and that's the reason why it is that in my artwork, I always, uh, I, I always have Morgan put collars on them with a name tag, that, that makes that, a lot of sense. That means they're now <laughs> they're, fam- they're they're more than just it's more than just a ferret now. Now it's family,
0: mm. Mm. acknowledged by society and
1: acknowledge yes, acknowledged
0: yeah. Mm. yeah,
1: acknowledged. You know, if 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 they were wearing their collar with their name tag on their street. On the street, now it's different. Now that you know, oh,
0: you're you want to be a
1: you're an aristocrat, you know, yeah, <laughs> it's different, yeah,
0: yeah, not just a, a thing out in the field or something, they're a lost pets,
1: exactly, lost
0: someone who's loved, yeah, exactly. that makes a lot of sense. I like that answer a lot. Um, so any last things you'd like to say before we explain again how to find you?
1: Ah, geez, Nairi, it's always, I am so. I remember it's so funny when you first had contacted me, asking me to do your podcast, and I, I my impression <clears throat> was that you had anticipated I was going to say, "I'm sorry, unfortunately, I'm too busy," but thank you for asking, kind of thing. But when I had replied, "Yeah, sure, I'd love to do it," you were you were so shocked, "Oh my God, this is so great! I can't believe it!" Uh, you know, and, and, and <laughs> the last time that we had spoken, you said that this is probably the most famous person I'm ever going to get the chance to speak to, yeah, and. I am so humbled by things like that um, <laughs> because the the one thing to me that I, I always promised I would do with this, if and when I said I was going to do this, I was always going to provide, I was always going to be there for my fans. I was always going to be there for the people who thought enough of me, like yourself, to, to reach out and ask to be a part of something.
0: I thought it was um, worth a go.
1: <laughs> no, it was, and it was a great shot, you know? Um, uh, I always... I hate it when I try to reach out to certain people and I don't get a response, you know? Um, I always find that... I, I find it cold, you know? Uh, and, and, it, and it changes my opinion of them, quite honestly. Uh, you know, uh, you, I guess you're really not all about your fans, are you? And there are so many people that really, really are. And I am all about my fans. I am all... Uh, all about Muskie's fans, all about Muskie's people. Uh, I look forward every day to uh, providing uh, the people that, that eagerly await what Muskie has to say. I look forward to providing it to them uh, because it, as, as much as you know, people have written to me how much it's helped them, it helps me too. Mm. That, that door swings both ways. Uh, the compliments that I get uh, are, are so heartwarming. And I'm so truly honored and humbled by them. And I'm, uh, like I said, I'm forever grateful for it. And this will always be such an incredible part of my life. I'll, mm. I'll, I'll uh, just another. And I've done a lot of things. <laughs> I really, really have. This is just a great another thing for me to put on my epitaph, so to speak.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm. From how you and talk about it, should be top of it.
1: I well, <laughs> y- oh, no question about it. Mm no question about it. it's amazing now because now I will walk places and people will call me musky you know whoa, don't con- don't confuse me with my ferret i'm musky's daddy let's get this straight right away you know so but yeah i'm really happy as to how all of this is coming out so far this is really going to be a tremendous mm-hmm. success and uh i'm it mean it really is uh it means an awful lot it really really does
0: you know? Any behind the scenes secrets you can share with listeners? Or?
1: Any behind the, yes, uh, like I said, Stubby's story is a little bit darker than Muskie's. Uh, Muskie is in Stubby's story. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and unlike in the last book, uh, in this book, there is an evil protagonist mm. that Stubby has to deal with. Uh, and uh, Stubby is, uh, uh, Stubby handles it uh, like any ferret. Bravely, uh, and uh, and 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 is a uh, stronger because of it today. Uh, I think everyone is going to love it, and I really look forward to once it's out, people's reviews. Because uh, and I, it has. I'll put it to you this way, Nyree. It has the opportunity and the ability to be even bigger than Muskie's story, and really spark and discuss a topic that animal owners. All over the world, uh, 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 a lot of them, a lot of us are unaware of and gravely concerned mm-hmm. about at the same time. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So I... that's the story, Nairi. Do you have anything else you would like to ask me? Oh
0: gosh. Um... Okay, I know what's uh, approximately what Stubby's story is probably going to be about. Do you think we can change the um the scientific experiments on ferret industry?
1: <laughs> like do you um, think that's
0: a thing that could be changed? I'd love it if your book could help that.
1: I like, well that is you know that listen, that's that's my hope. You know. Yeah. That's my hope. At least uh, get some awareness out there. But. It's like any, it's like anything else. It uh it, it's going to require a great deal of conversation. It's going to require a great deal of conversation and it's going to require a great deal of commitment. Uh, mm. I, I know that I was all, I have already been discussing with Senator Gopal after today's wonderful ceremony for Muskie. Uh, and of course I'm going to give his office a nice break for the next two weeks <laughs> or so until after Easter, since i bombarded them on everything with uh, Muskie's resolution to get the last uh, this way they don't get to hear from me for two weeks. I think they'll be very grateful. That'll be their Easter gift. <laughs> um, but, uh, we've already discussed, you know, putting together some kind of resolution, some kind of bill, uh, uh, to uh, see what it is that we could do to change those things. Uh, mm. but I'll tell you this, it won't be overnight. No. It won't be, it, it's not something that will be, uh, not something that will be uh, done in, in the blink of an eye. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, human evolution, evolution <laughs> in general is a long and drawn out process. It is very, very slow and it is painstaking. Uh, and we don't all evolve at the same rate. That's the other thing. Uh, some of us evolve quicker than others, uh, <laughs> in, in many different ways. Uh, and it, the, we do have the ability to change things, but it has to be a unified front. It has to be something that we're all committed to doing, uh, both with our, uh, the way that like everything, the way that we vote, uh, the way that we, uh, the way that we shop, mm-hmm. uh, th- th- this is how things have got to change. You know, we- we've got to make the, we- and-, and things are changing. Look, now,
0: yeah.
1: an example muskies for muskie is a member of the New Jersey Fur free coalition. And that's why she has a, this is where I wear fur campaign. Mm-hmm. And, and every year, you see the list of, of retailers who will no longer deal with fur. They're just yeah. not going to deal with it anymore. People, our shopping habits have changed. We're not going to buy your crap, period. That's mm-hmm. it. And it's not because we can't afford it. Not that I can't go out and buy my wife a mink coat if I didn't want to, mm-hmm. if, I, if, uh, if she wanted it. We don't want it. We're not wearing it. It's not yeah. going to be part, it's not going to sit in our closet, period. Pedal your crap somewhere else, <laughs> And once these real and once so many of these uh, uh, retailers continue to realize this, you see, you're going to be able to make that change. Uh,
0: mm, I've noticed, I mean, I'm not, I haven't been paying attention to it very much beauty wise, because I don't do much with that. But I have actually physically noticed mink eyelashes, for example. Like I remember them being available and now they're not so well, not as easily available, not um not as readily readily
1: available they used to be So obviously
0: people are noticing at least yeah some people are noticing that mink are being abused so
1: that's it there's the you know and and people and the the industry will have you believe that you know uh, they they take these minks out of their cage that is a big beautiful plush environment and that Mm -hmm. they gently brush them gently brush them in order to remove these hairs to make your eyelashes now, if you believe that, if you believe that, it's like the old saying here in the states: "If you believe that, I've got a bridge named after George Washington that I would love to sell you." You know, it's 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 insane, but uh, people believe these things, uh, mm-hmm. and so it's it's about changing. It's about it's it it's a cultural change more so than anything else. And then from the scientific community standpoint, because remember, there's two different positions here. You have the cosmetic industry, all yeah. right. The personal care, you know, personal care products, household cleaners, things like that. And then you have the scientific community. Uh, uh, Changes in the scientific community are going to be a lot harder than in the personal care community. Uh, Because here, like, for example, in the United States, uh, in order for any medication to make it to human trials, it first has to pass animal Mm care. I mean, that's insane that's absolutely insane considering the fact there that you
0: should be aware to test it
1: now first right statistically <laughs> st- statistically too so you're aware of the numbers 95 to 98% of all medications that pass out of animal trials uh, do not make it uh, do not pass out of human trials so mm. what did we do here you just wasted all of that time all of that money and all of these animals lives uh testing on something that you know isn't going to make it to human market anyway because animals are not the the model for medical trials that we all believe them to be. Do they have a lot of uh, the same attributes as humans uh, uh, physiologically? Absolutely, they do. Uh, you know, uh, but does that mean that they are uh, the, the the route that we should go in order to figure out uh, that the medical needs of of, of its of uh, of our human citizenry? Absolutely not. Uh, mm-hmm look, and at the same time, and I even had this conversation, <clears throat> I even had this conversation today as well. There is animal testing that is in fact vital to yeah. uh, to us. Uh, I mean, look, we wouldn't have a distemper shot unless it was tested on, on animals.
0: But uh, you we can minimalize
1: it. <laughs> What's that?
0: You can minimalize it and you can make their lives while they're in testing a well, lot exactly, better than well, the horrible see, conditions that's, they're and in.
1: That's, and that's the other thing too. Now that's a different topic, but
0: Mm. But, you know, the
1: fact is, is that look, there, there is some animal testing that we would have to, you know, still, we would still have to do, but it doesn't have to be uh, the way that it's done now. Yeah. Uh, these animals, when they are done with their testing, do not have to be euthanized.
0: No, they can be
1: adopted out into, they can be made available for adoption through the animal welfare facilities in the community. These are all things that we can do uh, to help make change. Mm. Uh, and it, it starts by... It starts one ferret at a time. Yeah. It starts one ferret at a time, Nairi. That's it.
0: Absolutely.
1: Uh, so let's see, like what we, let's see where we can go with this. Let's yeah. see where we can go. Uh, how well it does, quite honestly, is dependent upon you and the members of your listening audience and Muskie's fans. Uh, like, like I had said to my wife when we had done the first book, one of two things is going to happen. This is either going to be a tremendous success, mm-hmm. or we are going to have thousands of nine by nine coasters laying around the house. <laughs> be one of the two, <laughs> um, and you know, because the subject is a little bit darker. I hope it's. I hope it. I hope it is a success, and I hope that it really does continue to take off, and I hope it brings attention to a subject that uh, is definitely deserves uh, attention. No mm. question about. it.
0: Well, they're a dark subject matter. Picture books all over my school library that I work at, so you know well, that is, you they're go. reading dark stuff all the time. I had to explain the Second World War and
1: yeah, exactly um, well, things to children not, the
0: it's, other it's, day. So
1: I assure you, my <laughs> book is not nearly as dark as the Nazi as the Nazi regime.
0: Okay, good. That's, That's a, a tagline for you, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, wonderful tagline. Maybe dark, but not as dark as the Third Reich. There you go. Yeah.
0: Excellent. No, it's,
1: so a, it's, it. Is, and I even had, I even did with, with a couple of independent people, uh, you know, I consider it dark because I know what the topic is and the subject matter. Yeah. Uh, and I know what the first book was. So that's why to me, you know, I, I you know, I, as the author, you always worry. Um, but I, I did some testing with, with different people uh, to see whether or not they felt it was. And they said, no, I don't think so. So maybe that's just me being a little bit melodramatic and just worrying. Oh, my God, I hope I did good. Uh, when people had even asked me to, well, how come you don't come out with a second book? Well, you know, I waited. I want to write a I want to I want to produce the right one.
0: Yeah.
1: And B, not every Godfather has a Godfather, too. Do you know what yeah. I mean by that? <laughs> yes. the Godfather won se- six Academy Awards. It was re- it was a renowned production. Mm-hmm. How do you get any better than this? You know how you get better than the Godfather? Godfather, too. Because mm-hmm. Godfather 2 won 12 Academy Awards. Most sequels do not have the same legs as a successful first film.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and, and that was my concern with the book. I, I said, instead of having a Godfather 2, I'll have more like an analyze this, analyze that, is how I looked at <laughs> it, you know? and But I, I think after taking my time with it... and making sure that I had the right story to tell, that I think that this year has the potential now to be the Godfather 2 that I've been waiting for.
0: Mm. Well, I think it will be very successful, to be honest. So. <laughs> uh, just Thank you. Yeah. need to get some copies Jeez. from my school library and see how that goes.
1: I think the kids are going to love it.
0: I think so, too. I uh, go and, on about this all the time to them, so I'm sure they'll...
1: Stubby you... will portograph it for them the same way that Muskie <laughs> did.
0: Oh, that's nice. Okay, so how can people find you? Oh, I'm easy to find. (laughs) (laughs) Just type in Musky the Ferret and you come up. (laughs) Uh, That's that's it. Um, Our
1: website uh, on Facebook, uh, it's Musky the Ferret on Facebook and on Instagram. That's Musky's social media. Uh, And Musky's website is uh, is mynameismusky.com. Mm. www.mynameismusky.com. Okay, uh, and nice. right now, uh, and I'm going to be running this sale for a while since I now have a I now have a new book to pay for. Mm-hmm. Uh, um right now all of the big musky stuffed plush animal dolls are 30% off.
0: Ooh. And I'm going
1: to be keeping that going for a while in order because I'm going to that's going to be the other way that I help to pay for for this book. Uh um, mm. it's uh it's a long road and I'm glad that I have the fan base that I have. And I am so grateful for it all. And I cannot thank you enough and everybody else out there enough for all that has, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Use the code Easter ferret for the 30% off It's oh, right there you. on the website. Easter ferret Muskie uh, wants to do everything she can to give the Easter bunny, her hopping papers <laughs> and have, let everybody have a, their very own big musky uh, stuffed animal in their home. Um, and like i am so grateful for, for so much of this it, this has just been incredible uh and like i said i can't thank you enough i can't thank the fans enough uh this is uh it, it warms my heart in a way that i i'll never truly be able to adequately describe
0: thank you you're very very welcome thank you again matty musky and stubby for these Beautiful interviews that you have given me. If you're hearing about Muskie for the first time, please go and check her out on Facebook or Instagram or the website. And if you're over here listening to me for the first time from Muskie, please subscribe. And I also have websites, Facebook groups, Instagrams. Check me out, Stolen Hearts. I have a membership program where I will be running ferret lessons and giving bonus episodes, including some things said by Matty today that I didn't include in this interview. So come and check me out.